last year, it was a massive story. Drug shortages, specifically when it came to pediatric medicine. So children's Tylenol, children's Advil, nowhere to be found in a shortage that lasted a really long time. Are drug shortages something that we just have to brace ourselves for? Will these happen again? Why? And how do we navigate them? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who is physician and scientist at the University of Toronto and part of the medical staff at Sunnybrook Health Sciences Center. Dr. Jonathan Zapersky is joining the show. Dr. Zapersky, thanks so much for making the time. Thank you, Chelsea. Thanks for having me. It was a huge issue. Obviously, I think we all remember uh, the panic that ensued and the photos of empty store shelves, people trying to find some way to get their hands on children's Tylenol and children's Advil. Walk us through exactly what led us to that point, because there were a few different storylines that people really uh, promoted and talked about as to why we were in that situation. So what led to that specific drug shortage that's top of mind for most people? Yeah, I think it's a great question. I think, unfortunately, it was sort of a perfect storm at the time, so to speak. Um, there were some significant supply chain issues. Uh, um, supply just could not meet demand. And it was this storm of kids going back to school after the summer, sort of pandemic restrictions easing as the pandemic wore off. We saw this large spike in viral respiratory illnesses, uh, almost unprecedented. So I think it was the, the mix of just not having enough supply, but also um, seeing this massive surge across the country um, viral illnesses at the same time. Was it also, Dr. Zapersky, a dosing issue? Were parents maybe, um, because of the panic, overdosing their kids with this medication and maybe using up too much supply? I'm not sure that was really uh, that that that's a storyline that I haven't heard uh, myself, but I, I don't think it was though they were using up supply. I think um, unfortunately, drug shortages are commonplace. We don't really hear about them that much unless they become uh, major issues like this one but shortly thereafter. Um, you know, we've had an antibiotic shortage for common antibiotics like amoxicillin. So we don't tend to hear about them unless they uh, affect a large number of people. Um, so I think that's what happened here. And then, of course, the labeling uh, was a big concern as well. Obviously, in Canada, we have to have bilingual labeling. And so getting that um, in place just added to what was a really, really long delay to these drugs coming back onto store shelves for parents. I mean, I think it's a situation that no one ever wants to find themselves in again. But is this something that we can expect to happen, whether it's with children's medication or in, in another area of medicine? I think, unfortunately, these drug shortages are inevitable. Like, they, they occur. We know right now there's about uh, uh, 25 ongoing drug shortages right now uh, in Canada. When we look at um, what happened in uh, 20, through 2019 through 2020, uh, about a third of medications, uh, prescription medications in Canada were uh, on shortage at some point. So although there are, you know, there are ways... Or, or mechanisms we can tap into to try to prevent these, uh, get ahead of them. I think, unfortunately, this is something we'll continue to uh, to experience in the future. So what do we do? Do we, do we stock up now while there's supply? Do we, uh, what do we do? Well, I think that, I mean, that's not the recommendations that I would, uh, you know, give parents. We don't, we don't want people, um, you know, hoarding supply or stocking up on supply because medications need to be available for those uh, that need them now, not necessarily for those that need them in the future. But I think we all have a, you know, we all have a role to play, both, you know, locally, provincially, nationally. We have roles to play to make sure we get ahead of these. And, um, 
at a national, from a national standpoint, that might mean, um, you know, making sure that we can increase our capacity to pr- produce drugs at home uh, or the capacity to ramp up supply at home when we, um, when we think we're going to or we, when we anticipate we might experience these shortages, I think we need better systems to, bo- to forecast when uh, drugs might uh, become on short supply. As an example, uh, we, as flu season come and or virus season comes around next fall and winter, we should we should have mechanisms in place to be able to forecast what the drug supply or what we think the drug supply needs to be at that time. I mean, is it better forecasting and better predicting? Because sometimes there are medical events that happen without us necessarily seeing them coming, coming like the pandemic or like the respiratory illnesses that you just mentioned, you know, amongst kids as they went back to school in a post-pandemic, very locked up and isolated world. So, I mean, is it trying to predict an illness at the outset or is it maybe focusing more on manufacturing here in Canada? I think it's a great point. I mean, some of it is, is forecasting, but a big, a big part of it, Chelsea, is I think uh, Canada is actually a relatively small drug market globally, but they source about two-thirds of their medications from abroad. And I think this might be a bit of a, um, you know, this is highlighting the importance of drug manufacturing at home here in Canada, increasing local supply um, or local supply chains so that in times of crisis, we can ramp up supply if need be. Is it is it just not lucrative to do this? Is it really labor intensive? Why why is it that we're sourcing so much of our supply from elsewhere and not going into production for ourselves? You know that's a very complicated question and one that's <laughs> a little bit a little bit out of the scope of the expertise that, that uh, I'm able to provide or the answers that I'm able to provide uh, uh, on the call with you today. But there, I'm sure there are many um, many sort of issues as to why we're not producing more at home and. Uh, I can't speak to them all, but uh, certainly this is a bit of a wake-up call for us. Yeah, fair enough. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to walk you into a situation that uh, we're, for an unanswerable question. What about uh, what about prevention and what about just maintaining proper health? I mean, how much does that play into it, too? We know that in, in Alberta, one in five Albertans don't have a family physician. We know that there's a health crisis nationwide. So is it about taking better care of our health on the outset? I mean, in some circumstances, maybe I, I don't think I don't think we can um, assign. Uh, you know, I'm not sure that was one of the major issues here. As I said earlier, it was a bit of a, a perfect storm where, um, as pandemic restrictions eased a little bit and people were coming out of the summer and other viruses which we hadn't experienced in a long time for like almost two or three years started to creep up again it just led to a massive surge in uh, febrile illnesses but uh, of course uh, we're always as physicians and healthcare providers we're always encouraging people to uh, um, access the care they need and you know do good preventative preventative measures but i'm not sure that was really the answer to the to the to the uh, shortage of drugs here yeah well dr zapersky thank you so much for making the time and uh, and lending us some insight here. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks uh, so much for having me, Chelsea. Take care. Yeah, you too. That's Dr. Jonathan Sapersky, physician and scientist at the University of Toronto and part of the medical staff at Sunnybrook Health Sciences Centre. He and a couple of colleagues wrote an article for the Globe and Mail talking about drug shortages and how they are likely to happen once again. The one that's really top of mind, I think, for most of us is the children's medication shortage that we saw earlier last year. Uh, So how do we navigate our way around it or can we?